everybody and welcome to Jags Across the Pond official podcast, Texans Review. I'm Jamie and today we are going to review the terrible performance from the Jaguars from last Sunday's game against the Texans. The Jaguars didn't get off to the start that we all hoped and expected for. We fell short 37-21. So today I'm going to break down a few of the drives and also look at a few player performances and just give my overall opinion and review on the game. If you listened to my podcast the other day, you would have recalled me saying that the Jaguars were going to start off quite slow, the same as the Texans, but we were going to kind of find that momentum and speed and strength in the in the second half. Um, part of that was correct. However, um, the Texans certainly didn't start off slow and Tyrod Taylor came out looking like an absolutely quality quarterback, um, mainly down to our, our defensive issues and our defensive mistakes. Looking at the top line stats, Trevor Lawrence threw for 332 yards. He had 51 passing attempts and completed 28 of those attempts. He had an average of 6.5 yards per throw with three touchdowns, but also three interceptions. Trevor Lawrence was sacked once and he had a QB rating of 70.1. The Jaguars had 16 rushing attempts on the game for 76 yards, which averaged at 4.8 yards per carry. Carlos Hyde led the rushing yards this week with nine carries for 44 yards, which was an average of 4.9. James Robinson had five carries for 25 yards, which was an average of five yards a carry. LaVisca Chenault with one carry for nine yards, and Trevor Lawrence with one carry for minus two. Moving on to the receivers. So as I've just mentioned, 332 total yards for our receivers this week. Our leading receiving yard was DJ Chark, and that was from three receptions. However, he had 12 targets on the day. He had one long of 41 yards and one touchdown. Second was Marvin Jones, five receptions for 77 yards with one long of 33. And that comes off the back of nine targets. And then third, we had LaVisca Chenault with 50 yards off seven receptions out of nine with a long of 14 yards. Looking at defensive tackles, Miles Jack led the tackles on the day with six solo tackles and nine tackles in total, which included one tackle for loss. We then had Rayshawn Jenkins with six total tackles. All of them were solo tackles with a tackle for loss. And Josh Allen also had five tackles on the day. Three of them were solo which had the one and only sack for the Jaguars on the day. Josh Lambeau had one 55-yard field goal attempt, which missed, went wide left. But he had three extra points, which he converted all three successfully. Moving on to the Texans' offense on the day. Tyrod Taylor, 291 total yards, completing 21 of 33 attempts with two touchdowns and one sack. Their leading rusher was Mark Ingram. He had 26 carries on the day for 85 yards, which was only an average of 3.3 yards per carry. Tyrod Taylor was second on their rushing stats. Um, four carries for 40 yards, which was obviously an average of 10 yards a carry. 
And then Philip Lindsay, eight carries for 25 yards, average 3.1 yards a carry. Overall, their um, rushing team stat was 41 carries for 160 yards, which was an average of 3.9 yards per carry, but was also two touchdowns. On their receiving end, they had 21 completions for 291 total yards. Brandon Cooks had five completions for 132 yards and one long of 52 yards. They then had Brown with four receptions for 67 yards. Amendola, five receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown. Houston picked up three interceptions, one for Reed, one for Hargreaves and one for Kirksey. They also went three for three on field goals on the day and four for four on their extra points. Just from reading them top stats, it's very clear to see what team had the better day, obviously alongside the good scoreboard as well. The Jaguars threw 51 times, which was which was quite shocking really um, to, to kind of read and see happen. But the first two drives Jaguars came out, they passed on eight of their total attempts and only rushed once, which was pulled back for a holding penalty. So we came out the blocks with a lot of throwing to Trevor Lawrence, which you could argue was probably not the best of tactics to, to complete for a rookie quarterback on his first start in the NFL. We probably didn't want to be throwing 51 total times on the day. I appreciate we were we fell behind quite early on by a couple of scores, so we needed to pick up yards quite quickly, but it clearly wasn't working. When looking at our rushing stats, like I said, we only had 16 carries rushing on the day, but on average we had 4.8 yards. 4.8 yards is good enough. It's exactly what we need, and we definitely didn't utilise James Robinson enough this week. We used him on the second drive, but obviously he was pulled back for holding. Well, he wasn't holding. The O-line was pulled back for holding, and we never really got that got that run game moving again. Looking at the top line of the receivers for the Jaguars, a lot of clear incompletions. DJ Chark missing the most. Nine missed, nine dropped balls on the day. So 12 targets and only catching three of those targets. Marvin Jones dropping four and LaVisca Chanel only dropping a couple. James O'Shaughnessy dropping a couple and James Robinson dropping three also. I think when looking at that stat, a lot of it came from when Trevor Lawrence was releasing the ball quite quickly to avoid the sack and the pressure that was coming his way. A lot of the players were still kind of mid-routes and weren't at their final kind of route to look around for the ball at the point of when the ball was being thrown. So there is definitely some work to do for our receivers to work better alongside Trevor Lawrence, which will definitely come in time. There were some absolutely brilliant flashes from Trevor Lawrence on the day, throwing for quite a quite a high amount of yards. So I did predict over 299 yards on the previous podcast and he did throw for 332. And like I said, there was glimpses of brilliance in there. So there's certainly a lot to look forward to with our offence. We just need to tighten up our controls and 
work on the rapport between quarterback and wide receiver. And then what hit us the hardest on the day was the continuous amount of penalties. When you quickly analyse the Texans box scores, you can clearly see that they did have multiple rushing yards on the day. However, their average was only 3.9 yards a carry. We did well to contain um, the run game from the majority of the game. However, there was still a couple of touchdowns that came from the running game, which we certainly need to look at stop it going forward. Looking at the receiving yards, as we have said, there was a few long passes in there where Tyrod Taylor just basically threw Hail Marys a couple of times. Um, could have been easy 50-50s. However, our our defence wasn't in the right position to to kind of stop and make the passes incomplete. There was one occasion to Brandon Cooks where he came down. However, the way they both landed on the floor, it went down as a Brandon Cooks completion right in the red zone. Now I want to break down some of the plays from the game. So the Jaguars came out on defence to start off with. We elected to defer after winning the coin toss. We allowed Houston Texan to come out from the 35-yard line and they basically went three and out. One, one run for six yards from Mark Ingram and then a couple of incompletions by Tyrod Taylor, um, which led to a, a punt away. In that drive, the Jaguars' defence very nearly got a takeaway and it looked, it looked promising. I was, I was really happy, really surprised. But then the Jaguars came out to start their first offensive drive. On the very first drive, Lawrence passed to James Robinson, which felt incomplete. However, there was a penalty on the play for an illegal formation with the Jaguars, which led to a five-yard penalty. Then on the very second play, we had to call a timeout by Urban Meyer as the O-line and Trevor Lawrence didn't see the sack that was um, the blitz that was being shown on the side, causing us to have to waste a timeout on our very first offensive drive. We only made 13 yards on the next two plays, which led to a punt. The Houston Texans came back out for their second drive, and that resulted in a touchdown, a one-yard touchdown for Mark Ingram. Worth noting in that drive was the Texans completed successfully three third downs in a row. Their one just before the touchdown was a deep pass to Brandon Cooks for 40 yards. Jaguar's second drive started pretty strong with Trevor Lawrence passing a deep ball to Marvin Jones for 33 yards. On our second play, we was brought back for a penalty. James Robinson ran for 12 yards. He was brought back for a penalty from Brandon Linder offensive holding, which led to obviously a 10-yard penalty. We then struggled to gain those yards back completely. We gained 15 yards back off the first play to Marvin Jones again. However, we then went two passing incompletions, which forced us to try our hand at a 55-yard field goal, which unfortunately went wide left. The Texans' next drive was only five plays long. 
where they had a 17-yard completion to Chris Conley, a 25-yard completion to Brown. Mark Ingram ran for six yards. And then Johnson came in for a touchdown, a seven-yard touchdown. The total drive time was only 2 minutes, 14 seconds. Five plays for 55 yards. Now, at this stage, the Texans are 14-0 up. The Jaguars' next drive went through the end of quarter one and went into Q2. On the third play, we had a penalty on DJ Chark again for offensive holding, which was a 10-yard penalty. However, we managed to pull that back with a couple of really, really good passes and a lovely pass to DJ Chark for 27 yards, thrown in from shotgun by Trevor Lawrence. We then had a couple of decent runs and again, another another couple of decent passes. However, on that play, we had a, another penalty, so two penalties in the same drive, again for offensive holding. This time for was Jawan Taylor, which resulted in another 10-yard penalty. We also had another penalty on us, which was an illegal formation. Uh, however, that was declined because the Texans had a rough in the pass a penalty on them, leading to a 15-yard first down penalty for us. That was good for us, as that means the very next play we threw to Manhurts for a 22-yard deep left pass touchdown which brought us back in the game at 14-7. The Texans' next drive took four minutes off the clock and resulted in a field goal, taking them to 17-7. On the following drive, the Jaguars came out. Again, we made a couple of decent first downs, a couple of very decent short yards. However, another penalty for illegal formation again, which was declined as there was a second penalty on the play for us for again Jawan Taylor offensive holding which we were unable to get those yards back as Trevor Lawrence threw an interception which fell into the hands of the Houston Texans resulting in them getting the ball back. On that though the Texans didn't score from that subsequent drive they did end up punting away. When Jaguars got the ball back, they threw for six yards. However, on the next play, they had a penalty for too many men on the field, leading to a five-yard penalty. They then threw a second interception in a second consecutive drive. This led to Houston Texans getting the ball back in pretty good field position. There was a, another penalty on Miles Jack, this time for face mask, which led to a first down 15-yard penalty. There was then a offensive pass interference, which kind of pulled that back 10 yards. However, the Texans finished that drive with another field goal, resulting in the score being 22-7. The Jaguars had just under one minute left on the clock with no timeouts remaining due to the wasted timeouts earlier on in the half. It resulted in three very quick incompleted passes and no run attempts. 
um, which we then had to punt away, giving Houston Texans 37 seconds on the clock with some timeouts remaining. That resulting in the Tyrod Taylor throwing a massive ball down for 52 yards to Brandon Cooks, which put them in great field position for a another touchdown, which came from the next play after a timeout, taking them to 27-7 going into half time. The Jaguars came out in the third quarter and went free and out straight away. Houston Texans then also punted away on their next drive. The same again for the Jaguars again, going free and out and punting away again. On the Texans' second drive of the third quarter, they had a touchdown for Philip Lindsay for five yards. The play before that was a big 29-yard pass, deep middle from Tyrod Taylor to Brown, which was again splitting up our secondary, which resulted in them getting multiple yards and going 34-7 up. The Jaguars did come back and retaliated very, very quickly. There was another rough in the passing pass at penalty on the Texans, resulting in another touchdown for the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence deep pass left to DJ Chark for 41 yards. And that did look like a very, very good touchdown, a very good play. And that was all done in 1 minute 36 seconds. The score is now 34-14. The Texans come back out and go free and out. The Jaguars then ride out the end of Q3, going free and out into the final quarter. The Texans now have um, the ball back in the fourth quarter to waste down time. Jaguars had two penalties on them on this drive. One penalty from Shaquille Griffin for defensive interference, pass interference. And then Sean Jenkins' unnecessary roughness, which resulted in another first down penalty. However, that drive ended in another field goal completion for the Texans. 37-14 going into the last 10 minutes of the game. Trevor Lawrence threw his third interception of the night on the very next drive. It didn't result in a score and the next three drives resulted in punts away from both teams. The Jaguars received the ball back with 2 minutes 50 left on the clock. Garbage time, what most people would say. However, we looked very good and marched our way down the field and it ended in a four-yard touchdown for Marvin Jones. That's probably one of the best drives of the day for the Jaguars. The drive time was 2 minutes 45 seconds, total of 85 yards, and that was completed in 12 plays. That then concluded the game, going in 37-21 in favour of the Houston Texans. Overall, from the end of that game, what hurt us the most was the amount of penalty and yards we gave up. We had 10 penalties on the game and gave up 82 total yards. Houston Texans committed five penalties and gave up 50 total yards. The average time of possession, Houston Texans had the ball for 35 minutes and the Jaguars had the ball for just under 25 minutes in total. Looking at efficiency from both teams, 
the Jaguars had three out of 11 completions on third down. Uh, the Houston Texans had 12 of 21. In the first half, they were clinical with their third down completions, which stung us the most, and that's how they got their early leads, in my opinion. Jaguars did have one fourth down attempt, which they did complete successfully, and that concluded the stats from the game. So overall, when I reviewed the game, I rewatched the highlights and stuff the following day, what I kind of took away from that was there is still growing room and growing pains, especially for Trevor Lawrence. And I think a lot of us expected the world from him very, very early on. And that shown to not be the case this week. I am still slightly concerned that the Texans was probably one of the easier fixtures that we've got coming up over the next couple of months. And we lost that quite badly. Uh, I just hope we take our learnings back to the practice field this week and we come out a bit stronger um, as we go into our matchup in our first home opener this Sunday. Trevor Lawrence, um, I feel, shown signs of brilliance on the day. However, I did also note that he was releasing the ball quite quickly at times before wide receivers or running backs had kind of finished their route and started to look round for the ball. Um, he also threw balls quite hard, um, especially in kind of three to five yards, um, three to five yard gaps and spaces, which could have also resulted in why there were so many drop balls, especially for the likes of DJ Chark and a couple coming in for the likes of Robinson. And there was a couple for O'Shaughnessy as well. I did like to see how many attempts that O'Shaughnessy picked up and obviously Manhurts obviously with a touchdown. Hopefully that goes to show that we are going to use our our tight ends a little bit more this year. Um, we had James O'Shaughnessy had eight targets and obviously six completions. So that was the 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 second best receptions for the day for the Jaguars, which I think is a good sign. 48 yards in total. So I think we can expect to see maybe three to four touchdowns from James O'Shaughnessy this season and maybe a couple more from Manhurts as well, who has continued to impress from training camp through to obviously the first game of the season as well. I did find that um, Trevor Lawrence didn't want to escape past the line of scrimmage quite often. Um, I think on the couple of his interceptions that he threw, he could have um, ran himself out of bounds or at least ran him down for a first down. That may have been from instructions from coaches to protect himself. Um, however, when you look at the tape, you can see there was a couple of clear routes for him to get himself to safety, um, which maybe that will come with time with his confidence and being able to kind of analyse the field a bit more. Um, I think the interceptions were very soft. They could have been easily avoided. I didn't find Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball out of bounds very often. Um, I think he could have probably done that a bit more. I think he was trying to make a play out of something a bit too much sometimes instead of just throwing the ball out of play when there was nothing there to be seen. Um, and I think that's what resulted in our um, interceptions on the day. There was a couple of um, corners laying on the flats ready to kind of swoop in and kind of seen everything come in um, and was able to make very, very easy picks and interceptions on Trevor Lawrence. I'm not concerned with the picks that obviously Trevor Lawrence threw on the day because like I said, I believe that sort of stuff can be ironed out. 
And when looking at other rookie rookie quarterback performances from days gone by, um, they threw very similar kind of interceptions and picks on their first couple of games also. My main concern comes from our defence on the day that gave up a lot of yards in the air yet again. We spent a bit of money on Rayshawn Jenkins and also Shaquille Griffin this offseason um, alongside our first overall uh, our first pick our first round pick last season CJ Henderson um, and we have struggled again this week to to utilize these athletes in um, avoiding these deep balls and deep passes coming down we saw Tyrod Taylor throwing into double coverage at time that went in for a completion which we should not be seeing happening um, that probably poses a question mark on some of the coaching and whether or not the players are fully confident with the play drives that are happening. Um, and that also also comes down to obviously the players kind of observing the field and observing what plays are coming in as well. Our linebackers looked okay on the day and I think we did considerably well on the run plays, allowing under four yards per carry. I think Tyrod Taylor um, was their kind of secret weapon that managed to get them out of danger a few times. Um, we had a few of our defensive tackles in the backfield, but Tyrod Taylor managed to sneak his way out of it. We only recorded the one sack on the day, and that was for Josh Allen. But I know Chason was in that backfield in Tyrod Taylor's face multiple times, however, was unable to get that finishing move on him to get him down and record himself a sack. On offense, my biggest concern was the lack of run plays that we used in the game. As I said at the beginning, 51 passing attempts against 18 rushes is just a crazy, crazy figure um, for a rookie quarterback's first game in the NFL. We need to utilize that run play more and stop these silly penalties we would have been further down the field and probably wouldn't have had to punt away at certain times if we didn't have the offensive holding. So that's something that we really, really need to look into improving going into this week's matchup against the Denver Broncos. If you were following the Facebook updates and feed throughout the game, you would have seen who my player of the day was. At the end of the game, I awarded that personally to LaVisca Chenault. Reason I gave him that award was mainly down to his uh, ability to make yards and his run after run after catching and um, showing as a, as a pest for any kind of defense. I think he's going to do that all season long, um, and he definitely did it last season. Um, I can see him doing a lot for us again this season. I would just like to see the Jaguars try something different in their playbook. Again, our playbook was very plain. There wasn't many stunts. There wasn't many um, movement or motion going on. It's very simple, two on one side, one on the other, running your routes and turning round. Um, I think that's why there was a few dump-offs to James Robinson and also obviously to our tight end, so as Sean to see um, this week because... I think there just wasn't many open option plays because the Texans used zone play for about 90% of their drives this week. We could have capitalised on that a little bit more and um, through some shorter completions to march us down the field in much better fashion. 
if you get a chance, it would be nice to listen to Trevor Lawrence's post-match interview. It must have been tough to take the loss this week um, for Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer as two people who are not used to losing very often at all. Urban Meyer had said that we're still a work in progress um, and he didn't anticipate the loss that we took today. Trevor Lawrence, who has only lost four games since 2014 and all of those games that is lost, none of them were regular season games. Um, Trevor Lawrence admitted he played really bad and he said that losing is always hard, especially when you feel like you are prepared and had a great week. He thinks that it was obvious that he didn't play well. It starts with him and he said he didn't play well for sure. So by admitting he made mistakes himself as well is kind of the start of us going forward for next week. Um, we believe that Trevor is going to get better and better each week. Um, I am not not concerned about that in the slightest, to be honest. Um, and I think Urban Meyer kind of mentioned that in his post-match interview as well. So that does conclude what I've got for you guys today. Um, we will be back later on the week with the preview show for the Broncos coming up as our first home opener this week. Hopefully we can get our first win and we can do it in front of our home crowd. That would be great. Um, so thank you all very much for listening in today. Um, remember to like on all of our channels. Um, that would be much appreciated. That's obviously facebook.com forward slash Jags ATP. Or on Twitter, it's at JaguarsGB. And if you can like our groups and subscribe and save to this, that would be absolutely lovely and tremendous. Thank you all very much for listening today. And I'll speak to you all again soon. <laughs>